Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We are excited to talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. This is actually the last podcast of Acts. Yeah. We've spent the last month in this book, and we're in Acts 28. And this chapter is five years after Paul initially got arrested. (sighs) And what's so interesting is he's on his journey, and he ends up on this island. Island of yeah. Malta. Yeah. Right? He gets bit by a snake. <laughs> it's just up and I hate down. snakes. Bobby, spiders are your your thing. I don't even, can, I don't even want yeah, to talk behind about you. them right now. Yeah, I'm right behind you right That's now. the thing is, it's like you see Ooh. one and then it's, don't even do that. And then it's like I feel it on me somewhere. I don't know. Why spiders, spider. <laughs> whatever. Snakes, I'll kill them all. I don't like uh, snakes. God made them all, and they're a wonderful part of His creation. And there's Satan's just like distance, though, between me and them. And yeah. when that's when there's distance between snakes co- or spiders, mostly yeah. spiders. Curtis, my cousin street. Curtis sent me some weird animal video on Instagram. Now my algorithms kicked <laughs> in, so I got creepy anaconda and alligator videos popping up. But it's one of those things that you can't like look away. You're like, don't look. Yeah. So now your algorithm it's is swallow stronger. Swallow the goat. Don't look. Oh, I'm watching. Anyways. He gets bit by a snake, and what's so interesting is everybody assumes then that, oh, he's, he's going to die. Yeah. He, he got bit by a poisonous snake, they think, and he doesn't. And then from there, <laughs> yeah. people are wondering, who is this guy and what's going on? He must be something special. Yeah. He tells them about Jesus. But here's another fun fact. If you read the Gospel of Mark, at the very end of Mark 16, okay. in italics, there'll be the last part that has this odd line about, you will... Drink poison and not die. Get bitten by snakes and not die <laughs> okay. and whatever. And it was added later on. Mm. And they think that actually that was added because of this story. After this. Okay. They're like, yo, Paul got bit by a snake. He didn't die. Like, <laughs> let's write that and include that in the scriptures, Mark 16. So I think that's where that came from. Oh, I did not but um, who knows? So miracles, though, <laughs> get their attention. Right. And, oh, off- yeah. and almost often in the Bible, with the exception of, you know, turning water to wine and the feeding of the 4,000 and 5,000, like every other miracle has to do with physical healing or like demonic possession, exorcism. Okay. So for us in America, though, you know, the most of our yeah. listeners are from America. Yeah. I did learn we have people in 10 other countries that do tune in from time hey, to time. Hey, welcome. Um, we, we have medicine, and, and usually physical pain is not as big of a deal. So it's just interesting, yeah. like... Back then, if you had a hurt leg, like that's where the apostles or Jesus would pray and experience healing. For yeah. us, we just go pop a Tylenol. Hmm. And you see like the miracles kind of quote unquote go down in the United States. And I just wonder if God gets our attention in different ways here. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, here Paul does a miracle and mm-hmm. the whole town and city and eventually the island comes to see what's going on. Right. But for us, we get our, yeah, God gets our attention in different ways. And oftentimes it does come through like, other forms of pain, I think, mm. relational pain, emotional pain, financial pain, uh, where we get to a point where we realize, like, I'm not invincible, or I, I'm, I need help. Or, I'm at the end of myself, yeah. And that's when we reach out to God. Mm-hmm. And so you see, the miracles in the Bible are always to like bring the kingdom of heaven to earth, yeah. And with the sole purpose of more people getting to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll take a Tylenol if I have to, but I'm wondering, God, how, what do you want to do in yeah. our life? That is going to be of your power and miraculous here. Mm-hmm. Little Cruzy's brain surgery, I consider that to be one. Um, 
But yeah, just making myself available and thinking about well, how's this different than what thing. Paul was going through. Is like, can we create space or can we actually turn and offer whatever it is that we're going through unto the Lord and invite him to do a work hmm. before we look, you know, somewhere or something else. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's obviously in this chapter 28, but that's really, I mean, that's all over the book. We're finishing up acts. And yeah. so that's all over the book of acts, like uh, miracles around Holy spirit, this Holy spirit leading this Holy spirit full of this. And so I think that's one thing too, when I just think of my own, where I'm at and where, so I, you know, I'm a Westerner. I live in the United States. I'm married, all these things. And exactly like you said, I don't want to be uncomfortable. So then what is the quickest way for me to be comfortable again or to be well again, or to be to or just to not have to be in an in-between area mm. where I don't have, you know, the answer or it's unclear or it's uncertain, whether it's, you know, I don't, my, my next vocation or my next occupation is unclear. And so I, I need money. I, you know, I can't pay. Yeah. I can't. So I'm just going to jump in or I'm going to mask and I'm doing nothing. and I'm going to sit at home. And yeah. I, anyway, so there's lots of different ways that you could, you can look at this. And I think that there's lots of different ways because the truth is, is it's all of us. It's applying to all of us. And so mm-hmm. then the invitation is like, okay, Lord, how can I actually, you're here. So how can I posture myself and position myself to see what you're doing, what you're up to, and partner with you? Yeah. Because in those stretching and in-between moments, like we we want to see the work of God. Like For we sure. want to be on the other side, yes. Yeah. I, but I, more I, than that is our longing to be near the yeah. Lord. And I think that that really drove Paul in his ministry. Yeah. And then I think he probably heard stories of Peter and heard stories of Jesus ultimately. Because if you keep going totally. and look at verses, like you want to read verses eight and nine for us? Yeah. His father was sick in bed, suffering from fever and dysentery. Paul went in to see him and after prayer, placed his hand on him and healed him. When this had happened, the rest of the sick on the island came and were cured. So this is the chief official of yeah. the island. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, what I have in mind is Jesus mm. kicking the people out of the room to pray over the dead girl. Okay. And then you remember how we were doing a podcast a while back in Peter, earlier in Acts, copies what Jesus did yep. and does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where you're modeling what you've seen in scripture. Yeah. Like this is just what you do. And so Paul goes and he lays hands and prays on him. And it seems that a healing line is formed. It talks about how everybody from the island then comes. Because the island of right. Malta, I looked it up, it's 18 miles by eight miles. That's like the dimension. So it's okay. not actually it's big. Yeah. It's very little. <laughs> everybody's coming. There's a healing line and it seems like yeah. everybody's getting healed. Mm-hmm. So again, one of the the quick assumptions we can make is, oh, it's the apostle Paul, of course, or it's Jesus. Yeah. But the truth is Jesus didn't heal everybody. It's like when Jesus right. healed the man by the, by the water, there was one guy with a bunch of other lame people laying Lots around. And for whatever reason, yes. Jesus picked one. Mm-hmm. Here, everybody's getting healed. Mm-hmm. But I was reading... Another letter when Paul was writing to Timothy in Ephesus, and at the end of it, in verse chapter four, it says that he left Trophimus behind because he was ill. And mm-hmm. you would assume that if Paul was with his buddy Trophimus, right. who was telling people about Jesus, he would have like prayed for him mm-hmm. and asked God to heal him. So the fact that God, that Paul left him behind to to continue in his mission. Makes me think that Paul prayed for him and his prayers were not answered. You kind of get the inference there, yeah. Yeah, and so that actually, and sorry, Trophimus, sorry, bro, that gives me hope. (laughs) Like, Hmm. the Apostle Paul was the Apostle Paul, but there are sometimes we'll pray and God will answer our prayers and there will be healing. 
And then there'll be times where God does not answer our prayers the way that we hoped he would. And we trust that God's good and he's still working. Right. And that was true even in the apostles' life, mm-hmm. I think. So, yeah, it's that was really interesting. Well, there's a big transition, too, for Paul, because then what happens is they spend a few months at the island, mm-hmm. then they get a ship that's Go been wintered, Rome. and then they end up in Rome. And then we were talking about how even though he's kind of, like, supposed, supposed to be, like, in arrest, yeah. he, I mean, is in house arrest, this was probably, like, the most peaceful time. Because like, the last couple like, of chapters, it's like, oh, we got these murderous Jews who are conspiring, they're going to so murder bad. him. But then his nephew finds out what's going on, and he tells Uncle Paul, they're going to kill you. And he escapes, yep. and they do this. And then the next town, more murderous Jews are there to kill him After and him. assassinate yeah. him. He escapes throughout the window or whatever it is mm-hmm. in the dark of night. Here, verses 30 and 31, it says, For two whole years, yeah. Paul stayed there in his own <laughs> rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Mm-hmm. Probably the nicest two years of this guy's life. Okay. He had been stoned or thrown off a cliff mm-hmm. or threatened or killed. There's no conspiring people around yep. the corner going to stab him to death. He's simply chained to Roman officers, mm-hmm. writing letters to the church, sharing about Jesus, and people are coming in and out without any physical confrontation is yeah. what it sounds like. Right. It's like, well, good for you, man. You ended on a strong note. And actually, we don't even know how Paul died which is kind of odd for being mm, such a like prominent person in the Bible. Yeah. Historically, there are historians that, that say they are very, very confident he was beheaded mm. um, during the reign of Nero. Okay. Um, probably right after Rome burned, actually. Yeah. When Rome burned down and Nero, who was probably him who did it, he blamed the Christians so he could torment them. Yeah. Um, it's probably around that time he was beheaded, is what they think. Yeah. So anyways, let, before we wrap up, what's the big takeaway just from the book of Acts? You think about Acts in the last 28 chapters and God and what he did. What are you leaving with? I think there's just a almost a little stirring revival awakening in in my heart that the Holy Spirit is just marked all over the chapter. And I need to have eyes to see what Holy Spirit's up to, but then also ask. Mm. I feel like that's my thing from the book of Acts has just been ask. And keep asking and keep asking and keep asking and ask again and ask when it's small and ask when it's big and ask on your knees and ask at church, arms high up in the air. Yeah. I think that's one thing too, as I, I'm just, you know, in my little bubble with my people in my world, um, like this morning, even where we had a bump in, we had a bloody lip and okay, well, you know, let's sit down and let's, let's pray. And yeah. let's ask. Let's ask the Lord to come in because we need healing for the bloody lip. We bumped into something, yep. but also the stub toes. We need healing for our hearts. Yeah. Because there's something there's anger here, you know, there's jealousy. Like what's going on? And so how that's just been a catalyst for more conversations too. But beyond any of that, I feel like acts is encouraging me to ask. Ask the Lord to come mm. in for Holy Spirit to work, for me to partner with them, for yeah. What what would you say? Acts. I would say I'm just encouraged by the balance of word and spirit. Mm. And everywhere the word went, the spirit accompanied the word and the Holy Spirit was working and there was healings and the gospel was preached and people repented, sinners came to Christ. And I just want that balance for us too. I don't ever want to be so saturated in only the word that we dry up. I don't only want to be ever about the spirit where it becomes emotional and becomes about a show and that eventually blows up. But when you have both, there's a balance there that allows you to grow and strengthen and allow the the, the roots to grow deep yeah, to withstand the tough moments of life. And also you allow the spirit to do his job 
and for us to not be afraid of God showing up or not showing up and just praying confidently. Hmm. It's like, Lord, I believe and help my unbelief and do your thing. So, mm-hmm. word and spirit. Acts, you guys. Well, right. thanks for listening, you guys. God bless you, and we'll talk to you Wednesday. Bye-bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face sign on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.